0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Breaking Brains, Building Hearts. Um, Brett Burchard here with my guys Chris McAllister and James, Jimmy, Roris. Good to see you guys. Good to be Good to here. Be here. Yeah. We're, uh, we're on a series right now um, about the seven mindsets of, seven essential mindsets of world-class performance. It's the, um, the subject of our latest book, Catching Confetti, um, so we've been breaking down each mindset one at a time. Started with the resilient mindset, then hit the relaxed mindset. And this week, I want to talk about the victor mindset. Um, and, and to me, the victor mindset is all about um, your experiences and how your experiences are shaping you and how you're responding to your experiences whether you're using them for growth or whether you're a a victim of your experiences and and they're deforming you um and and to me like a lot of us will just experience life kind of at a unconscious or subconscious level and and we just roll through it but as a victor you're intentional about reframing or shaping your experiences to in a way that helps you grow and um and so um, super, just just another step in the progression, I guess. And I can't argue that one mindset is more important than any of the others. But uh, um, how we're dealing with our experiences, the hard, the the challenging, the even the good ones along the way, you know, shaping who we become and in the process. So I think the to me, and and I'll love to hear you guys' thoughts. I know we're springing it on you, Jimmy. Um, to get some live reaction, but you know, to me, the victor is all about like turning obstacles into opportunities, disadvantages into advantages, um, and even at a level where like the victor loves to just loves growing even more than than loves to win at some points. So, um, what comes to mind for you, Jimmy? Is your I love to get the live reaction. Someone who hasn't hasn't yet. Uh, Process that maybe is as long as as far as we have to this point. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, um, I've been thinking about this because I saw a movie over the weekend that disturbed me. I mean, to my core, and it made me feel like an
0: early sneak at Space Jam. <laughs> oh, it wasn't oh. a
1: terrible movie. It was, <laughs> it was just a movie that just totally screwed me up. And I began—I mean, so much so I began questioning reality. Right? I mean, we'll get into it another day. But what came to mind was this idea—you know, this this question that was asked of me previously in another conversation: Are we really in control? of who we are what we become etc. and we have this illusion of free will. You know, is free will an illusion or is it reality? And so I'm going there because when you bring this up uh you know, I can see how I'm also rewatching the 30 for 30 uh special um Lakers versus uh Celtics um, and it was just a badass series, but you know when you're playing basketball, you know and you and you lose and the press calls you weak, calls you old, calls you slow. I can see how reprocessing that to get focused and energized for the next game in a best of seven series, I can see how that can help that's easy that that's an easy thing for me to understand, but when you're searching for when you're just searching for a game to play when you're searching for meaning when you're searching for when you have way more questions and no answers that you can identify with you know i can also see how the experiences around you in your environment and the suggestions and you know the manipulations that the potential manipulations that are that surround us can move us in a direction that we might not have normally chosen or that we really aren't choosing it's just there in front of us, or we're being manipulated to believe that and head in that direction. Mm. So, you know, that's kind of where this is taking me. And 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 as always, I'm kind of like I'm focused on the hard stuff, the shit that I've struggled with over my life, right? You know, I'm on a track heading in a direction. I have a goal, I have a mission. I experience something that now makes me question my reality, questions the decisions that I've been making, question whether I'm even on the right track. Am I even playing the right game? Have mm. I chosen the right path? And then, of course, having to come to terms with the fact that I've been doing it for so for so long, you know, do I want to give up all that investment? So it just it can be quite complicated. And I guess that's what you're creating for me is you know a question that has those extremes mm. attached to it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good.
1: And Chris is just sitting there like, you better come up with something good, baby, cuz I can see your wheels turning.
2: <laughs> no, man, I love, I love the way that, uh, that's the heart of the show, right? We're laughing, we're having fun, and we're also connecting at the conversational level for the stuff the three of us, I think, think about a lot. Um, so this is weird we're talking about this, because yesterday I went on a walk. In today day and before a little bit of dinner prep happens uh and i'm comfortable in the paradox of realities right i might grill a ribeye one night and cook pumfu the next uh which so is I'm, pumpkin that's pumpkin yeah protein. that's the pumpkin seed protein so i had that last night uh on some nachos but um <laughs> you know i'm walking and and i'm i'm At the edge of my abilities in some places, some things I don't yet know or have figured out. And the very fact that we're saying there's a victor mindset speaks to the reality that you're in a circumstance where you need a mindset that helps you find a confident movement forward, even though you can't be certain. Um, And so, yeah, talking about the deep stuff, this is so deep. I'm walking and I'm looking at the clouds and and you know i'm still shook by the stuff earlier this year with the face cancer i'm like what's it even all matter what's it for because my ambition and desires have grown so much over the last 6 months my awareness of timing and not forcing things has grown a lot over the last 6 months uh, my ability to appreciate leverage has grown so much over the last six months that I look back before that, and it's hard not to feel like a lot of time wasted, a lot of impact dissipated, a lot of whatever. And and at some level, it would be mentally comfortable to relax and know that you're you don't have free will, right? This makes me think of that Saturday Live sketch where they did a Door the Explorer thing, where she wrestled with free will. Which makes fun of how deep this conversation is and the show, because she would just stare at the screen and blink. We used to talk about how it'd creep us out as parents watching Dora the Explorer, and she would just look at the screen and go, "So if Boots found the map, do we know the way to the tree?" You know, and just blink at you. So what would it be like if she was like, "And if the penguin didn't fall off the cliff, does it still have free will?" And you know, is blinking at you. But I'm looking at the clouds and I'm thinking about this thing about free will. And you know i don't know is it all planned do we have choice and i'm so comfortable with the paradox the mystery that the ribeye and the pumfu (laughs) i'm not going to say which one of those is the ribeye but it's it's that there is something i'm not the causal agent of all of my life circumstances i'm cooperating with what's unfolding and you know there's there's a choice that i have in that and the victor mindset calls out for me the symbiotic relationship of those two beliefs okay i move forward i move forward i'd be curious because i know i have something i could share where are you guys feeling knocked down right now and brett you may have had another question you know i'd love to hear at the edge of your experience right now where are you feeling knocked down and where is the victor mindset being cultivated and where do you feel tempted to live with a victim mindset
1: Jimmy, I'm I'm uh, challenged every morning when I trim my my goatee. Um, <laughs> you know, because you can always take off too little, too much. It's like fuck, what do I do? Um, <laughs> every time
2: I check on YouTube, no, it is not made for kids.
1: That's why <laughs> <laughs> you go to YouTube video and you. Have you know, to- <laughs> I had a buddy. Uh, made for kids. It's funny. Yeah. Um, Another topic, another, another topic. Okay. So where am I where am I feeling knocked down? So let's get, let's, let's get, let's get really big. Okay, what does it all fucking mean, Chris? What is the point? I bust my balls every day chasing something, chasing, chasing, chasing. And I have little wins along the way. And and I enjoy my my family, I enjoy something. And at the end of the day, I go to sleep and I get up and I do it again. I get up, I work out, I eat, I do my things, I I schedule my schedule and I work out and do it. Again. And every day passes and I'm, I'm occupied and I'm focused and I'm doing stuff. What the hell does it all mean? For what? And so, you know, it's if it doesn't, if you're not doing it for the trophies, if you're not doing it for the, the accolades, if you're not doing it for your reputation, what are you doing it for? And, you know, if you, if you lose sight of, you know, this idea of moving forward to what? Moving forward Mm -hmm. to what, Chris? Yeah, I mean, so if you don't have that shit together, and if if you don't if you don't have a way to center yourself, then it's pretty you're you're screwed. And that's why I love the simplicity of sports. It's like I have one thing. I want to win the championship. Okay, cool. What do you have to do? Well, here's ten things, eleven things that you have to do. And you know, I heard um, you know on this documentary, right? uh, Larry Bird, amazing player. I mean. To watch him play, it just blows me away, the skill that I ignored when I was, what, in high school when he was playing. You know What did what he say? All he said was, if you work as hard as I do, you better be this good. It's like, is, if that's all there was to it, was working hard, it'd be like, no big deal. Yeah. So you've got an athlete in a sport that's organized, and he's given a, an award to go after, a, a trophy to go after, go. It's like, I can't imagine anything easier than that. I bring my talent, I bring my hard work ethic, and I'm focused on a frigging trophy for the next 10 or 20 years. Like, What's so hard about that? Yeah. It's, it's pre-built for you. The whole infrastructure and framework is built for you. Just come, show up and work your ass off. And don't do the things that tear you down, like you know, arrogance or laziness. Or you know, eating the wrong foods, or going out and drinking and staying up too late. Okay, big deal. Like all I have to do is ignore the shit that's bad for me and then work hard. And for the next twenty years, I got it made. You know that to me is like piece of cake. Now, how come I'm not doing that? Because I'm not built to fit into someone else's system. You know, I just can't. <laughs> it just took me a while to realize it, but I'm not built to do that. Why did I go to college and grad school to get credentials that would allow me to accelerate faster? What did I learn? I couldn't tell you. I got, I paid for a credential. It was the last credential I paid for. So, you know, for those of us who don't fit into a predefined system, and by the way, if you fit into a predefined system, how much free will do you think you have or do you cultivate? (laughs) You know, a system created by, you know, in football, 32 owners. That's your reality. And then one that's fanned by ESPN, that's your reality? I mean, I'm not trying to like burst a bubble for anybody who's in that world, but come on. It's so controlled yeah, and contrived so and built for you. What are you talking about? And then you've got guys like us who are trying to like find our own path and create shit from scratch in the context of these constructs that are around us like social media. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. You know, we can't travel. We can't meet people. Video, Zoom.
0: You know, good luck. It's it's so <laughs> interesting that your rant there, Jimmy. Like that was it, a rant. Yeah. You ain't seen nothing <laughs> it, yet, right? <laughs> brought out a Stephen A. Smith on us. Um, all what what's so interesting is the timing of this because it's it's really resonating with with where I'm at right now because I've spent. I spent my entire life in that system you just talked about like literally my dad like i was born into a coaching family and just it was kind of um you know what i've been struggling with or wrestling with in the last few weeks is that you know my entire system has been has been built for me it's been revolved around a basketball season and so the work I'm supposed to do next, the next project I'm supposed to take on, the next box to be creative in, the relationships that I, that I build have always been given to me. you know, I'd had to build the relationships, I had to do the work, I had to come up with a new idea, but it's the, the container, the, the constructs have already, always been given to me, and now that doesn't exist anymore. And so to your question, Chris, like where do you feel knocked down? such a weird space now because the victor mindset to me was it, it always made really a lot of sense. Like, you know, you face hard things and I'm going to overcome a challenge, right? I got a crappy team. I'm going to figure out how to win the game. I'm down 20. We're going to figure out how to get back in it. We've lost three in a row. I'm going to figure out how to get the next, like all those little setbacks, you know, the failures. All right. This is for my easy to reframe it as this is for my growth, right? But now, in a, stand, in a place where nothing's happening, it's not that negative things are happening to me. I'm having negative experiences, and I have to find a way to flip those into positives and keep going and find the next way. Nothing's happening. There's a void. There's a like, I create it or I don't. I go get it or I don't. And so, like, reframing that experience. From a victor mindset it's it's new, it's different um, and it's an interesting it's an interesting obstacle or challenge to face when I'm not getting presented with with resistance you know there's there's just nothing there and so unless you create it right yeah, and so how do like how is this growing me like how do I make sense out of this to that, that is saying, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna overcome, or I'm gonna triumph over this when there's nothing, there's nothing resisting me, you know? So it's such an interesting, interesting space to be in, which is new for me, probably space. Um, I know Chris, you, you've had reinventions before where you, your life was kind of built around systems. And then, you know, you voluntarily left those systems. And, and, um. So I'd be interested how that if that resonates with you at all, um, that kind of transition space.
2: Oh, big time! I love the way both of you are are describing this idea, Jimmy. You're passionate, breaking out this idea for us about how the context, the form, the system, and then how you don't have that as much now, and how Brett you're talking about. And dude, I, like I don't want it to sound like I've arrived because I know I haven't, but I did have a recent breakthrough that I'm okay sharing here. Um. You know, so the, so I'm going to talk about what wasn't working and then what did, and then the higher level principle behind it. Um. You know, the face cancer thing hit, and and it just rocked me, man. I mean, uh, Jim Collins, good to great, has that idea about the 20 mile march. Like, how do you get to Antarctica? You march 20 miles every day. You use that historical example. Well, honestly. I feel like most days for the last eight weeks, I've marched four to 11 miles a day, not 20. Now, that's still doing something, and something is better than nothing, and the cumulative effect of that will lead to an amazing life. As far as like, if you're not, what Jimmy was saying, playing status and approval games, the trophy right all that or rebellion games you know they're not gonna tell me who to be but like we talk about we want to play vision and desire games who are you and what do you want where are you at what's the overflow of what you want so you're gonna have an amazing life if you're marching towards what you want and it's coming from a place of purity in you but but it really does get powerful when you're making that 20 mile march every day or most days nobody does it all the time and dude I just couldn't figure it out man I like tried supplement I've experimented I've done everything it's been frustrating and just not having that that I wouldn't call it a victor mindset I would call it a crawling on my elbows mindset and I ha- I don't want to speak too much about it yet but I have had it lately like even this morning what I got done this morning is like stuff that would take me a week to do it is at a completely different level um and and here's the best way I could describe it. Yesterday's actions didn't have the same meaning, why? The face cancer stuff, COVID changed all of our businesses. And all the stuff I would have been excited to do last summer, inched us closer to where we are now. But it didn't really lead to breakout success, as I want to see that success happen. If I, if I had like kind of average standards, not average for other people that it would be negative, but average standards for the reach of the coaching business, I would be like running around giddy. But the standards are different. So so part of it is when you're in this place and you're at the edge of your abilities and and you're trying to do something you haven't done before, you're creating something out of nothing, it's a new context. It's like we use this example before evolutionary history, you're in the jungle, you don't know what plants are poisonous and what will feed you. And so you're having to get new data and you're having to upgrade your intuition. And I feel like I've had the courage to look at the data and not settle my desires, but my intuition hadn't clicked in at a deeper level. You know, you need that intuition, that insight, that revelation. And so for like the last six or seven weeks, I've just been passionately going like, I got to get that revelation. And uh, it's not like it struck me over the head with lightning. Sometimes that happens. But it was just a a deep settling of you need new data. Okay, you're getting that and you need to keep getting that intuitive sense for where you are because you're walking a different path and that cultivates that slow burn into a raging fire of a victor mindset for me this is all stuff at the edge of my consciousness so i love our flow here because i don't feel like i have to have it as neatly wrapped up as i would in some settings right so yeah where did that not land with you guys or sound terrible or not match your experience
0: go ahead jimmy (laughs) all right so i I I can go go. but it looked like you had something on the the
1: you know i didn't know if you were gonna go or if you wanted me to go so it's cool Go ahead. Uh, no, I love the idea of intuition. Um, you know, to me that means, you know, knowing without thinking, and um, to me that's feeling, right. And so I was, I was at lunch yesterday with someone, and I'm trying to figure out why the hell we're at lunch. Like there was <laughs> two business people, <laughs> but there was no like deal to talk about. Like, and nobody said, "Hey, what can I do for you?" Or "Can you?" No, it was there was none of that shit. It was just we were just sharing experiences. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, what was the fucking point of this? Right? He bought, I'm like, great, great meal, in and out, back to my life. But like, there's no to dos, like, no action items. Like, what? It was really weird. Uh, so, like, the first thing was probably just FaceTime, right? This is an executive who runs a business, uh, taking time just to chill and just shoot the shit. Like, and I think I got more out of it than, than he did. Um, which is unusual because I'm usually trying to. Anyway, it's like so. So I was feeling it yesterday, and I'm, and you know, what do I enjoy about what I do? And to, and Chris, to your point, the breakthrough for me has been has has come recently, just as I've worked on these challenges, and it's, just, it's the idea. It's the idea of the why, right? Why are you getting up and and toiling, right? learning and doing and and striving and struggling you know it's you know it's not for the money it's not for the trophies it's not for the recognition then what's it, what's it for and for me it's it's for my ability to impact my kids you know and that's that's a feeling that i get that's an intuitive sense that i have that there's nothing more important to me in my life than being there when they need me or Uh, Even when they don't think they need me, right? Being there when some insight, some advice, some experience is important. If I'm going to be there, then I have to be constantly advancing so I can be of value. And then after that, it's all about being there for other people, right? You know, if we're on this earth to procreate and to advance the species, then, you know, and this is just a justification for how I feel. How I feel is I've got to be here to advance the species to advance people well can i advance a million people at a time maybe someday but now i'm doing it one at a time or a handful at a time and it feels friggin good all that research all that hard work all that inquisition all the model building all the problem solving today came to fruition for a company that's been struggling for years to to get something done and in an hour we identified it, we assessed it, we built an action plan and created some homework. And man, I felt really good about that, not just because I accomplished something or because maybe I feel like I delivered on a promise, but it's really about the impact for me and the why. And that's Chris, what I lose sometimes. I lose that awareness sometimes, I get lost. And so, you know, some, the biggest thing for me is that when I have these moments of awareness, how do I keep them right? And it's it's awesome because if my daughter asked me that, I'd tell her easy, sticky note on your mirror, boom, in, mm-hmm. you know in the bathroom every morning, uh, you know meditations, etc. All the things that we know are true and are there for us to utilize that we just may not think about, and so we're now subject to the same kind of cycles <laughs> of mm-hmm. doubt and then rediscovery. So that's, that's what it brought for me. And I loved your word, uh, intuition. That's really what happened to me is when I stopped thinking and began feeling, what was it? What is it? And it's that desire to have an impact, to be there for others, starting with my kids, for sure.
0: Yeah, That's awesome. I um, Yeah, I loved the, the idea there, Chris, about intuition and you know, collecting data to, to train the intuition. And then, you know, when you're stepping into new space, how uh, you've got to train a new intuition. Like you get anyone who's, and all three of us have in, in different ventures, but run a, run a race or played a game, played one single game for a long time, that intuition gets really, you know, dialed in and you just, you know it, and it, and it's, it becomes your rhythm of your life. And it's so easy, and then you switch and change games. It feels weird not to have that anymore. Um, So, but that's the Victor mindset, right? Now it's gonna, we're gonna retrain and um, and know we can come out on top and um, win a new game, learn how to play a new game. Um, You know, uh, for me, and, and I love the format of our show because. I wasn't planning on expressing any of that until we signed off and had our meeting. And so we got to express it live and and share and volley back and forth together. So that was fun. Um, And then like all the mindsets so far, we started drifting into the next one. So next week we'll talk visionary mindset and your why Jimmy and who you're becoming uh, and what you're shooting for in the future. Um, So excited to see how all these uh, these things tie together and, and make one, um, one solid, world-class performer. So thank you, guys. Thanks for your insight. Thanks for your wisdom. Thanks for sharing vulnerably. It's what makes this whole thing beautiful. So until next time, keep winning. Keep finding ways to win. Keep growing. We'll talk visionary mindset next week.